This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Prime Spark, the podcast that brings you conversations that inspire, celebrate, and empower women over 55. The second women's revolution is here, and it is time for us to fuel a spark that will ignite your way forward, illuminate your path, and reflect your gifts in the world. Now, here is your host for Prime Spark, Sarah Hart. Hi, I'm Sarah Hart. Welcome to Prime Spark. I'm so happy you're here with us. Prime Spark is designed for women over 55 with a goal to help us live our happiest, most productive, and fulfilling lives now and in the future. The mission of Prime Spark is to change the way our society sees and treats older women. That's a big mission, which only means we all need to be involved and we need to get going now. And today I have the great pleasure of speaking with Amy Collette, a woman whom and whose work I greatly admire. Amy Collette believes in a world where we leave our stress and worry behind and consciously choose gratitude and positivity. She embodies this belief as an author, speaker, and author coach. Amy supports thought leaders to foster deep human connection and lasting impact by sharing their transformational stories. Through Amy's Unleash Your Inner Author coaching system, they take their powerful messages to the world in a bigger way as successful first-time authors. Connect with her at UnleashYourInnerAuthor.com. Welcome, Amy. I'm so happy you're here. Thanks, Sarah. It's such a pleasure to be with you. So just in getting started, let me ask you, do you experience getting older? If so, what is that experience? And if not, why do you think it is that you don't? Well, Sarah, I guess I'd have to say yes, I experience getting older. I mean, every day I get I'm older than I was yesterday. <laughs> um, but I see I see that in general as being a positive thing. I mean, that's that's the natural way of life. And I see it as I I love to look back on things and see where I was then and where I am now, you know, so I can see that difference. I can see the evolution. I can see changes and growth and uh, makes me curious about where I can go next. So even though I can't do all the things physically that <laughs> maybe I could do 30 years ago, um, in general, I see that as a positive. So what else do you see as positive about getting older? You know, it's really fun. I notice with my friends, male and female friends, is that as we've gotten older, we'll be more real with each other about our feelings. I don't know how often, um, probably since I was 45, I kind of noticed this, where we tell each other we love each other more. We tell each other how much uh, the other person means to us. 
And that just feels so healthy and real. And those relationships get deeper. So that's, that's a major thing that I notice just about us all getting older and having a bit different perspective that maybe we won't always be here forever. And that I need to tell you, I love you right now. So that's, I think that's a healthy, uh, wonderful thing. And I also see I'm in the business of transformation right? in terms of, of helping people write these books that tell their transformative stories and help other people maybe get a different perspective or have some other kind of transformation in their own lives. So you don't do that without life experience. You know, that's how you grow. That's how you move and evolve and help other people do the same is, is through experience. So if I think about experience as getting older, then that just gives us more opportunities to understand our own transformation and be able to, to share that with others so that they can have the same kinds of transformation in their, in their lives. So I'm interested in knowing how you see the similarity and difference between a transformation and a pivot. I mean, have you had pivots in your life? Oh, that's a great question, Sarah. Let me think about that for a second. Yeah, I've definitely had pivots and I've had transformation. And I think for me, I think transformation often leads to pivots and maybe vice versa. You know, so I think of an example in my own life when I, I, I've left corporate a couple of times (laughs) and started my own business and then gone back and done consulting and freelancing and everything in between entrepreneur and, you know, employee. So I think when I had a transformation about changing my life for the better and for making great decisions for myself. Sometimes that meant going, taking what might've looked like a step back and getting a job, um, or it meant leaving a job and, and starting my own business, you know, but for instance, my transformation from being a stressed out, just depressed kind of stress puppy to finding my gratitude practice and writing a book about gratitude, that was a huge transformation. And that took like the start of it was very quick, but the whole transformation was a long-term affair, right? It was a journey that led to several different kinds of pivot pivots. What I would say pivots in relationships, maybe leaving some relationships behind that weren't healthy, maybe making changes in other relationships to make those relationships more satisfying or more healthy or help us both grow in that relationship um, and has led to other kinds of pivots too. So I guess that's how I see it is one can lead to the other. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I ever thought about it before, but as you, as you, I listen to you talk about it. I think that I think that a, a pivot is sort of just, doing something else or or going a different direction that may or may not be a transformation because it seems to me a a transformation, I end up being 
maybe not an entirely different person, but mm-hmm. a, but with a really different perspective somehow or another. Um, so I think for me, um, transformation is sort of a bigger deal than a pivot. Yeah. 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 Let, me, let me tag off that a little bit more. From what you said, I think a pivot can also lead to transformation. So if you think of like a layoff or some big change in your life that you didn't plan, maybe it's a trauma or a divorce or a, something, something big that you didn't exactly think was coming your way, that's a pivot that you, that you have to make. But out of that can come transformation. Yeah. You know, I also work with a couple of authors who are writing about their grief journey. So that grief was not something that they wanted or welcomed or anything like that. But the things that came out of their learning through that grief process led to transformation for themselves and for other people. Right, right. So I know because I know your wonderful book, The Gratitude Connection, um, that it involved a big transformation for you. So tell us about the book and how it came to be. Yeah. So as often happens in the author world, as you know, (laughs) being an author yourself twice, uh, that transformation often comes and then the book comes later. So that's what happened to me. I was at a very rough turn in my life, a rough patch and was really in it, you know, just really in the deep, dark stuff and not in a good place. And I knew enough that I knew all of my problems weren't coming from the outside, right? Uh, And that if I wanted something to change, I had to change it from the inside out. But I really didn't know how to do that. You know, I knew it was me. I had to do had to do something. And I remembered something in a in a meditation session I was in one day. This thought floated in or was given to me that was a memory from a book I'd read. And it was a memory of this story about giving thanks a few times a day as a way to just make that a living prayer, improve the quality of your life through that. And I thought, well, that sounds like a great idea. Not that I have anything to be grateful for. (laughs) At that time, I actually thought maybe I didn't have anything to be grateful for. And so I started and I, I just thought I really wanted to experience the feeling of gratitude because all I was feeling was bad. And I just wanted to feel a little bit better. So I went to bed that night and I, I put my hands on my, on my chest. Cause that sort of is a calming thing and made me, I want to put it over my heart so I could feel gratitude. So I did that and I actually did have things to be grateful for. So I started feeling that, you know, feeling like how awesome it is to have a house and a roof over my head and a wonderful dog. I got to walk every day and, you know, my husband and friends and all this wonderful stuff. And I thought, wow, that's pretty amazing. And so I went to sleep that night and I slept better than I had in probably months. I actually slept through the night. So that was pretty cool. 
And I just kept it up and I kept it up and it it made a huge difference within a week, the things that had been so bad in my life that I thought were everything, you know, turned around. And, but the real gift was that I saw through gratitude that I was missing out on the rest of my life. You know, there was a slice of the pie of my life (laughs) that was missing. And that's all I was focusing on. But gratitude gave me that bigger perspective where I could say, oh, I guess everything doesn't completely suck. (laughs) And I have things that that I can be happy about. So that was huge. And out of that came many other small practices that improved my life, that helped give me a different perspective of positivity and working on stress. A lot of it is about stress. Because so many of us walk around with these huge burdens of stress that we really don't need to carry around. So I learned and learned and I started writing about it. And I thought, oh, this is going to turn into something someday. And eventually I realized that the connecting piece all throughout what I was writing was gratitude. And how that brought me joy, peace, happiness, better relationships, and really a quality of life I hadn't even known was possible. Wow, what a gift to make available to other people then. Um, That's wonderful. So you wrote that book, and since then you have helped, I don't know how many people write their books. So describe for us what your Unleash Your Inner Author system is like. Well, you, you know it well, since you've been through it a couple of times, but for all your wonderful listeners, uh, Unleash Your Inner Author is really meant for people who have a powerful message to deliver and to share with the world, like your books, like my book, The Gratitude Connection, other thought leaders and speakers are mostly who I work with, but these people are not necessarily writers. They're first-time authors. They've never been through the experience before. So they're looking for some support, some guidance, and and a system, like you said, to go through. So the first part of that is getting real clarity on exactly what you're saying, what your impact is, who your readers are. I call them your soulmate readers or your soulmate circle. And then what your author goals are, you know, do you want to speak? Do you want to grow your, um, do you want to grow your business, your coaching, your courses, all those kinds of things? We get real clear on that. And then we create a roadmap, which is your outline that you follow. So now you have a way to write your book. You've got some support all along the road to do it. And then we also provide publishing services to help people publish their books and get them out to the world, to the people who need them most. And there are wonderful books that you publish. I mean, there are, there are books that are so heartfelt and um, helpful to lots of people. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah. Oh, it's absolutely true. So Amy, you've done so many things. When you look back over everything you've done, what are two or three things that you're most proud of? That's a big question. But uh, I think putting myself through college was the first thing uh, because it showed me that I could do things 
that were big and difficult and that I thought maybe I couldn't do. So that set the tone for a lot of other things. And probably writing my book, I always thought I might write a book. And I thought when I was a kid, it might be the great American novel. (laughs) I don't think I knew about nonfiction back then. (laughs) But writing my book was a big accomplishment because I felt like not writing it and keeping all that good stuff to myself was somehow selfish. You know, like I had something I really could offer to people that I knew made a powerful difference in my life and with other people that I wanted to put it out there and make it available. And then that whole experience led to what I'm doing now, which is unleash your inner author and helping other people bring their amazing transformations to the world. Is that your experience with working with many of your authors that they too have something that they realize is important for the world to hear? Yeah, I think a lot of them are very much like you, Sarah. When you first came uh, to me to talk about writing a book, you really wanted to share your experience, even though you had not fully lived it yet uh, in your Upside of Downsizing book, uh, that you knew it would be helpful and you wanted it to be for other people to learn from your experience. And so that really is a theme, I think, of everyone that I work with is they have a powerful system or message or story or process that they want to share with the, with the sole purpose of helping other people. Right. That's wonderful. Yeah. So Amy, what's next? What, um, what have you not yet realized in your life that you really hope that you can do? Yeah. I want, I wonder what's next too sometimes Sarah, but uh, the next immediate thing is creating uh, my second book, which is the tentative title is Unleash Your Impact, Breaking the Barriers Between You and Your Book. So where that comes from is every single author I work with shares some of the same fears or what I call barriers uh, about writing their book. You know, they come up against imposter syndrome, even if they're you know, the most well-known expert in the world, in their field, they still (laughs) face that, oh, who am I? What do I have to say? Uh, Or some aspect of that. And there are a lot of different ways those things show up. And so I've, I've really dug into those in the past few years since I've been doing this program. And so I feel like that's something that I can share with the world and help other aspiring authors who are shaking in their boots, wondering how they're going to get started on their books and wondering what the next step is. This is their next step. Do you work with many older women um, who are writing books? Do you have much experience with writing, with helping older women get their books done? I do. 
Um, I seem to have a demographic of, of um, folks my age or older, so 55 and up, uh, and quite a bit younger, like in the 30, 35 <laughs> year old range. So yeah, I have uh, I have a few books uh, written by by us older ladies, and yeah, it's fun because sometimes, you know, we think of success. I just saw something on LinkedIn today that said something about how you know all these famous people got started later in life, whether that means you know late thirties or late fifties or late seventies. You know, <laughs> it's all across the board. Like it doesn't matter. Uh, if you're a huge success at 21, uh, you you have you have different times in your life when you really have something valuable to contribute. And so that's my experience is that, is that these women felt like I did, where they had something very valuable to offer and so wanted to share it. I'm listening to a recording of uh, Clarissa Pincola Estes uh, talking about, I mean, she shares lots of stories. And the title of this whole thing I'm listening to right now is Late Bloomers. <laughs> and I love that um, because she is encouraging all of us to realize you don't have to bloom early that some things were put on the earth and they bloom later. Um, and that's, that's the way they are. That's who they are. That's what they are. And so some flowers bloom in the spring, some bloom in the summer, and some bloom in the fall. Um, and uh, so she's talking about that in terms particularly of women, uh, many of whom are late bloomers. And that's wonderful because... In the fall, we don't have as much color oftentimes other than the leaves as we do in the spring and summer. So it's a wonderful image. Let me uh, let me tag on something, something to that, Sarah. I posted something on LinkedIn the other day about being multi-passionate. So there's a wonderful, yeah, so there's a wonderful TED Talk. I'm sure there's more than one out there about being multi-passionate. And I thought this is a really fun way to think of it because I've always thought of myself as a late bloomer. You know, I didn't graduate college till I was in my mid twenties, late twenties and, you know, on and on where I started my career later and all these kinds of things. And I've done a lot of different things. I've had several careers and, 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 and explored all kinds of different things in my personal and professional life. So this idea of being multi-passionate, I think, is really fun because it just means we have lots of different interests and we might explore those at different times in our lives. Right. You know, so it's just a fun way to, to understand yourself as, hey, I'm passionate about a lot of things. And yeah, I may not have tried that till I was whatever age, but that's what I was interested in then. I love that. It's sort of being a, a serial passionate person, you know, um, whatever is up. Oh, I love that. That's wonderful. Yeah. So, Amy, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, how should they do that? There is. Thank you for asking. There's a contact page on my unleashyourinnerauthor.com website. And I would love for anybody who's interested in talking to me to uh 
contact me there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that's our time today. Please join us again. You can find out more about Prime Spark at www.primesparkwomen.com. And you can find our Prime Spark podcast on every popular outlet. Thank you so much to my guest today, Amy Collette. And don't forget, you can find her at www.unleashyourinnerauthor.com. And be sure to check out her book, The Gratitude Connection, if you didn't know about it already. So thank you for being with us. Take care. Spread tolerance and love. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Prime Spark. With each episode, Sarah Hart brings you conversations that inspire, celebrate, and empower women over 55. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes about remarkable, experienced women, go to EWNpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other major podcast sites. The second women's revolution is here, and we hope that you use the insights you've gained here to fuel the spark that will ignite your way forward, illuminate your path, and reflect your gifts in the world. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.